listeners, I'm your friend Sanjay Bakshi, the urban storyteller from New Delhi, India. I'm going to present you a short English story titled The Stolen Daffodils by the famous English author Mr. Ruskin Bond. Let's get started. The Stolen Daffodils by Mr. Ruskin Bond. It was a foggy day in March that found me idly along Baker Street with my hands in my pockets, a scarf wound round my neck and two pairs of socks on my feet. The BBC had commissioned me to give a talk on village life in India. And ambling along Baker Street in the fog, thinking of my talk, I realized I didn't really know much about village life in India. True, I could remember the smell of cow dung smoke and the scent of jasmine and the flood water lapping on the walls of mud house but i didn't know much about village electro rates and that sort of thing i was on the point of turning back and making my way to india house to get a few facts and figures when i realized i wasn't on baker street anymore Wrapped in thought, I had wandered into Regent's Park, and now I wasn't sure of the way out. A tall gentleman wearing a long grey clock was stopping over a flower bed and going up to him, I said, Excuse me, sir, can you tell me how I get out of here? How did you get in? He asked me in an impatient voice and when he turned and faced me I received a severe shock. He wore a peaked hunting cap and in one hand he had a large magnifying glass. A long curved pipe hung from his sensuous mouth. He possessed a long steely jaw and his eyes had a fierce expression. They were bright with the intoxication of some drug. Good heavens, I exclaimed. You are Mr. Sherlock Holmes? And you, sir, he replied with a flourish of his clock. Are you just out of India, unemployed, and due to give a lecture on radio? But, but, how did you know all that? I stammered. You have never seen me before. I suppose you know my name too. Elementary. My dear Vaughn, the BBC newspaper in your hand, on which you have been scribbling, reveals your intentions to give a talk. Your name is on the envelope which you hold upside down behind it. It is 10 o'clock in the morning and if you are not unemployed, you would be sitting in an office. And how do you know I'm from India? I said a trifle resentfully. Your accent betrays you, said Holmes with a superior smile. I was about to turn away and leave him when he laid a restraining hand on my shoulder. Stay a moment, he said. Perhaps you can help me. I'm surprised at Watson. He promised 
to be here 10 minutes ago, but his wife must have kept him at home. Never marry born, woman sap the intellect. In what way can I help you? I asked, feeling flattered now that the great man had consented to take me into his confidence. Take a look at this, said Holmes, going down on his knees near the plaplet. Do you notice anything odd? Somebody's been pulling out daffodils, I said. Excellent, Bond. Your power of observation are as good as Watson's. Now tell me, what else do you see? The ground is a little trampled, that's all. By what? A human foot. And yes, a dog has been here too. It's been helping to dig up the bugs. You astonish me, Bon. You are quicker than I thought you were. Now, shall I explain what all this is about? You see, for the past week, someone has been sailing daffodils from the park. And the authorities have asked me to deal with the matter. I think we shall catch our culprits this afternoon. I was rather disappointed. Isn't it very dangerous, is it? Ah, my dear Bond, the days are past when Ruritanian princes lost the diamond and their tiaras. There are no longer any princes in existence and other people can't afford tiaras. The more successful criminals have legalized their activities and the East End has been cleaned up. And those cretins at Scotland Yard don't even believe in my existence. I'm sorry to hear that, I said. But who do you think is stealing the daffodils? Obviously, it is someone who owns a dog. Someone who takes a dog out regularly for a morning walk. That points to a woman. A woman in London is likely to keep a small dog. And judging from animal's footprint, it must be either a or a miniature pomerian. What I suggest, Vaughn, is that we conceal ourselves behind those bushes and wait for the culprit to come along. She is sure to come again this morning. She has been stealing daffodils for the past week and stealing daffodils like smoking opium becomes a habit. Holmes and I crept behind the bushes and settled down to a long wait. After half an hour, our patience was rewarded. A large elderly woman in a green hat came walking stiletly across the grass, followed by a small white palm on a leaf. Holmes had been right. More than ever, I admired his brilliance. We waited unless the woman began pulling daffodil plants out and then Holmes leapt from the bushes. Ah, we have you, madam, he said, springing upon her so swiftly that she shrieked and dropped the daffodil. I sprang out after Holmes, 
but my effort was rewarded by a nip in the leg from the outraged barbarian. Holmes held the woman by the shoulder. I don't know what frightened her more, being caught or being confronted by the grim, visaged countenance with its pipe, clock, and hunting cap. Now, madam, he said firmly, why were you stealing daffodils? She had begun to weep, and I thought Holmes was going to soften. He always did, when confronted by a weeping woman. I would be obliged, Bond, if you would call the park attendant, he said to me. I hurried off to the greenhouse and after a brief search found a gardener. Stealing daffodils is she, he said, running up at the double, a dangerous looking rake in one hand. And when we got to the daffodil bed, I couldn't find the lady anywhere, nor was Holmes to be seen. I was overcome by doubt and embarrassment, but then I looked at the ground and saw a number of daffodils scattered about the place. Holmes must have taken her to police, I said. Holmes, said the gardener. Who is Holmes? Sherlock Holmes, of course, the celebrated detective. Haven't you heard about him? The gardener looked at me with increasing alarm. Sherlock Holmes? Oh, and you will be Mr. Watson, I suppose. Well, not exactly, I said. But before I could explain, the gardener had disappeared. I found my way out of the park eventually, feeling that Holmes had let me down a little. Then, just as I was crossing Baker Street, I thought I saw him on the opposite curb. He was alone, looking up at a lighted room, and his arm was raised as though he was waving to someone. I thought I heard him shout, Watson! But I was not sure. I started to cross the road, but a big red bus came out of the fog in front of me, and I had to wait for it to pass. When the road was clear, I dashed across, but by that time, Holmes had gone, and the rooms above were dark. Thank you very much for your patience listening. This was a short story titled The Stolen Daffodils by the eminent English author, Mr. Ruskin Bond. Thank you so much. It was narrated by your friend, Sanjay Bakshi, the urban storyteller from Mumbai. Thank you very much for your patience listening. May you all stay happy, blessed and joyous.